think you're smarter than me. Now you see what will become of the world if you don't join me. We're everywhere. Join us. Hell no. I'm Tom Swift. All right, y'all. What's up? We back again with another video, with another podcast. This is Decoding Tom Swift. This is the official Tom Swift review program. I am your co-host, Rain Coleman, the Carefree Black Nerd, and I have with me today. Look, if you don't know by now, then you have a problem. But please let these folks know who's on the mic today. Uh, M. Haynes, aka Loose as a Deuce. Back one more again for the one more again. Who tell me a freaking about it? Uh um, yeah, this is the final episode of season one. I'll say that. There's hope that we'll get a season two. But right now, this is the final episode. It is entitled The And the Cost of Forgiveness. Now, only hours are left before Tom must launch the rescue drone to save his father from outer space. But his plans are jeopardized by an anti technology attack that Swift Enterprises Black Engineering Conference. Um, yeah, there's a whole bunch of ghetto shit going on up in here. <laughs> like, so yeah what are your general thoughts final episode (laughs) um who do i need to fight yeah point me in the direction of who i need to fight look both in universe and out Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. no no no. i'm with you i'm with you there um i think i think we should fight everyone uh, I like that. And save camera for last. <laughs> he know he wrong. <laughs> no, um, yeah, no, no, I'm with you. Like, this was a wild ride from start to finish. Um, I enjoyed it. There's some things that I found questionable. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall. I feel like this was a solid ending episode that did that did a good job at like letting things hang open enough that if there's a se- when there's a season two, these things can be addressed. Um, but even if they never are addressed, I do feel like we got uh, a a wrap up of you know what what we've what we've. God Lord, we got an ending that worked. I'll say that kind of. Mm. Okay, no, <laughs> no, not with some parts. Um, okay, let's. Yeah, okay. Well, then we can. We can get, <laughs> um. Okay, then we can get get right into it. Um. So Tom has. I think this may be what like a day after last episode um zinzi has on camille um her and isaac have gone to what did she say tribeca to this hoarder's house to pick up the last capsule piece or whatnot and they're discussing how they're going to get barton back they're going to make tom mad because they found the piece or finding the piece and Zinzi says, I'd much rather him be mad at us for finding it, but having the option to speak to Uncle Barton than to 
you know, pretty much be mad at himself and whatnot. Um, how do you feel about this Isaac Zinzi collab adventure? I needed more. Yes. We should have been having this since like episode three. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I agree. I didn't like how short it was. Um, because at the like, end, of, oh, go ahead. Mm -hmm. I just would say, like, I expected from the um, from the way that last episode ended, I expected like the majority of this episode to be like them doing their thing in time, mm -hmm. like times. Yeah. So, I I kind of wish that they hadn't. Yeah, I kind of wish that they hadn't um, like kind of rushed through that because. I don't want to make it seem like they ain't do nothing, but like for what they did, like in the main plot, like I would have much rather them been doing their own thing. Yes. Okay. Okay. So we are on the same page there. Um, so, okay. So going forward a bit, when's the black NAACP STEM awards convention is, is, is bio attacked. Zinzi and Isaac are casualty. Well, they get swept up in it. I agree with you. I felt like Isaac is so trained and so aware of like military, tactical, whatever. I was like, mm, maybe he shouldn't have touched that door because that to me doesn't make sense. It feels like if anybody should be able to predict these problems, it should be him. Like, oh, they've gotten us together. This is like in the army when they do this. Oh, they've Routed up our most vulnerable, our most intelligent, and if they wipe us out, so we got to. So, so yeah, I, I'm with you. I do feel like if Zinzi and Isaac had have spent more time, like on the run, you know, Jay and Beyonce on the run looking for this capsule piece, that probably would have made for a bit more satisfying um, storyline for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I agree. Oh, word. Um, so. Tom is a bad bitch, apparently. He is um, working out through his frustrations uh, about Barton's conversion therapy pills or gummies, and in walks his mother. And she catches him in the middle of his mantra. How did you expect this conversation to go? Okay. Um, so first I have to say that um, I tried to send Tom positive vibes. I tried to send him my mantra. It didn't mm. quite, Twitter decided not to let it, but, mm. you know, I will say, you know, for Tom and for anybody else who needs that sort of affirmation, do what I do in the words of Little Kim from the Def Jam Fight for New York video game. Mm. Just remember, I'm that bitch. Mm. Remember that. Mm. Okay. <laughs> oh, but um, as far as the actual like conversation or what have you. Um, I am surprised that it didn't go there like right then and there because Tom was like, well, no, Lorraine said, um, you know, no, talk to me. And Tom was mm -hmm. like, no. And Lorraine was like, what? what, what? <laughs> like, I expect them to have that like right then and there. Yeah. Um, so it was probably good that Zenzi walked in when she did like, hey, stuff is happening. Yeah. Yeah, Zinzi has been the great mediator this season. Um, this is not, wait, this isn't when it was revealed that she knew. Mm -mm. No, no, no. 
Either way, I want to address how she knew Lorraine and her <laughs> wig both knew that um that uh Barton then drugged this boy. And I'm not even saying she was supposed to just leave him right then and there, but she should have whooped his ass. She should have beat the hell out of him. She should have went upside his head three ways from Sunday. Like, cause I just, Yeah. I'm choosing. Okay. To make my head canon. If she threatened that man with divorce and to take half of everything that he owns if he didn't get his act together. That's what I'm mm-hmm. going to tell myself. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's true or not. That's what I'm going to believe in my mind. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> my issue is, again, that baby they lost. Like, how do you, and I, I don't want to spend this whole episode <laughs> stuck on that, but like, how do you go through this traumatic situation with your wife and they have another kid and not treat that kid? Like, you should spoil the hell out of him. Like, Tom should be terrible because you've given him so much love and so much access. You know, not, not to say you got, whatever, but, you know, I'm not a parent, so you deal with stuff how you do, but I got <sighs> That just shows how trash Barton is. Yeah, Barton is shitty. And with the revelation of the very end of this episode, that to me does not change anything. I don't give a damn where you landed in the multiverse. You still are undeserving. Now, now I will say I will say this. When we're gonna claim it, when the show continues, that's mm-hmm. a good way to keep them having to deal with that. Because mm. I remember last week we was like, what do you do? Like, yeah. How? How does he come back? Mm-hmm. He comes back when Tom is old and on the game. Yeah. Yeah. Which <sighs> so freaking weird. Um, yeah, that is so. I'll say Barton Braxton did that. He because I do hate Barton. I, I have nothing for him. But he did a really good job with that role. And I think the show, just by setting up this vile evilness, um, and I think that was a good, good way to get an immediate emotional response from a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So kudos on that regard. But it's fuck Barton all day long over here. I will say, like, I got, I got like messages from a couple people who were like catching up on the show, mm-hmm. and they was just like, "Yeah, I want Barton dead. Like, he, mm-hmm. I have nothing else for him. Like." Mm-hmm. Because even if you don't have like that particular or even that extreme of going all the way like the conversion therapy, mm-hmm. just that pressure to like change or like be who I want you to be just over that period of time, that's that's a lot. And that's something that a lot of people have to deal with. Yeah. And it's not to kind of minimize what goes into making a child. But if by 13 you saw Tom was this homosexual child that you did not desire to be around, make another kid. Like you could have just had another kid. Like it happens all the time. Like that is a storyline in so many wealthy, rich folk shows that like there's the one chosen child and then there's two or three others that's just all y'all here. You know, so like just make another child. Like, ugh, Barton. Partner city, and I hope him and that afro are suspended <laughs> in space forever. Yes, well, it's like, wait a minute, how's like, how long? <laughs> with this, mm-hmm. with this, my dad with the TWA, Tina with afro. Mm-mm. I hated it. They should have just went all out and made it. He'd be like, big as fuck. 
That's I, I was mm-hmm. that would have probably took me out the moment because I was. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a fan. Not a fan. Um. So I will go on record and say that I officially extend my greatest apologies to both Justin and Quinn. I just know, and with Quinn, it really I it should Quinn I shouldn't have gotten that far because I'm thinking like as far as television is concerned, it's ten episodes. Quinn popped up, I think in the latter half. He was they weren't there long enough. For it to be, ah, I got you. like the impact was there as far as representation, but it wasn't there to like be a villain. Though I would have loved that, Quinn. My sincerest apologies, Quinn. Um, Justin. Now I will apologize with the caveat that he, Justin, we already mentioned the Justin we got at the night to remember is not the Justin we got in the first half of the season. So I will still extend my hesitated apologies, but this. Justin was not the same. I'm sorry. So, Justin and I, I will concur. You know, because because I was right there with you. Just like mm-hmm. you know, I don't trust Quinn. I'm not trusting Justin. So I will agree. Yeah, I apologize to both of them and their fans, however many they may have. Um, but I will. <laughs> uh, but I will also say that Justin, you still invented this relationship in your head. You still created this relationship. You still set yourself up for failure in that regard. And I mean, what for? Well, I mean, well, I suppose, but I just feel like there are other beautiful, um, well, I'm going to say beautiful gay billionaires. Maybe not, but like people in your circle, it got to be more. It got to be more than just Tom. Like, also, 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 wait, wait, back up, back up. Hold up. I just thought about something. We saw a text thread between Justin and Tom, supposedly within the last like 24 hours. Yeah, no, I don't remember that. How you, how you, how you, why you, how, why you, why you send that man all the nudes in like a day? And y'all was just beefing at the dinner. It's given, please love me. <laughs> why don't you love me? Tell me, baby, why don't you love me? Make me so damn easy to love, and why don't you need me? Beyonce, don't um strike this episode (laughs) out. But that's what it's given. I was like, yeah, this is odd. This is odd. So, you know, I'm going to say, hopefully, those were old messages. But he did say the last 24 hours, so I uh, just to get it again. Justin got that message from Tom and dropped this off, and and Justin dropped off every angle of his body he could provide. <laughs> Look, and I know. Oh, see, if this was any other network, there would have been four nudes. Justin, mm-hmm. that boy. <laughs> Bar- Bar- Barclay was like, "I'm going to blur the extremities." Yeah, no, yeah, like, oof, that boy. Yeah, he definitely needs some church or something. Um. This episode moved pretty fast, but there was a lot that happened. <sighs> okay, so Tom is at the 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 event, um, and all of a sudden, not all of a sudden, they realize that the Swift site that Susanna Rob 
tricked Justin into giving her is probably the issue. My issue with Tom and Co, specifically Tom, which really pissed me off, is that you're pretty much telling us Susanna is smarter than you. And I'm not mad at that because it's just like, if that's what it is, that's what it is. But that's the one thing that kind of made me mad this entire episode of this last arc because if she's the female Tom Swift, y'all should be right there neck and neck. But it feels like y'all keep underestimating her, which makes no sense because she runs a corporation that is hell-bent on give, taking us back to the Stone Ages. So, like... So, two things with that. Mm-hmm. Um, one, Susanna says in the episode, she's like, it's not about the capacity for knowledge, but how you use it. Mm-hmm. Um, so she might not necessarily be smarter than him, but mm-hmm. she's using her powers for evil and Tom ain't gonna necessarily do that. So that may make, make it so that she can get stuff accomplished or do things that mm-hmm. Tom might not think to do. Well, she definitely did that. She did. And, um, two, um, Tom think he's smarter than everybody. Yeah, that's that's, that's yeah, that's that's something he got to deal with. That is terrible. That is, I was, I was truly disgusted. Um, because as soon as she keeps, and I mean, I, it makes for good TV because she, you know, really got over on them for a while. Um, mm-hmm. I just wanted better for Tom. Uh, can, let's take a quick so, so Tom has groupies or admirers or fans. I I get it. If Tom was a real person, I could see that. I wonder, and I may be reading too much into this, but I wonder with Tom, like, choosing those, I think it was four black girls. I think it was two initially that walked up to him, and then either later on in that season or or in that um, scene, or maybe a little bit later on, there were two other women. I was thinking, like, what? I wonder what that choice is about. Like, is do you mean like the? I, I don't. I don't know what you mean. So the, the the choice of having those like women be those groupies or those I don't say groupies, those admirers, like those overzealous fans. Um, because I was like, we didn't really get any of that this entire season. We got people recognizing him, like, oh, I know you, such and such. And then Adrena, she was probably the closest to like a fan, or maybe the Chocolate Cowboy. He he kind of knew, but like we didn't get that level of like standum. Um, you know, you know what I just realized? What I just remember though, this was a Black Engineers conference, mm, so okay. if anybody's gonna stand Tom, it's gonna be some Black Engineers and women in STEM. There you go. I'm with it. Black women in STEM. Okay. Cool. I feel I feel much better. Something about that one, not wasn't yeah. sitting right, but it was like I don't something I don't I'm not make, I'm not connecting the dots with this. Um. So yes, I'll accept that because that feels true. <sighs> okay. So th- one scene that happened to me that felt like CW convenience, um, was Alino and Quinn. Now I do want to see more of them together. I do like their scene. But, and maybe this is just a side effect of not having like 22 episodes and like having to juggle so many different people's storylines. But this Lena walking in, I want to see this, you know, memory with my mom. I was like, what are we talking about? What is like, (laughs) what are you doing? 
Yeah, it. I I think I tweeted. I was like, no, Lena only came back just to get fucked up. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's true. I I didn't. I mean, I get it. You need them to get to from point A to point B, but that was like, what is happening? And Lena and Queen know each other. Am I am I missing something, or was it just like, sure, you know each other now? <laughs> I could believe that they know each other. I mean, because mm-hmm. Quinn probably has been Claire's assistant for a minute, so I could I could buy that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it is kind of convenience that we we <laughs> Lino was in back in the show for ten seconds, and now yeah. he got PTSD. listen. Irre- irreversible PTSD on top of his magical powers, like. Boy. <laughs> uh, but I wasn't too mad because I truly this episode was like, damn, I. I'm kind of upset we didn't get more Queen. Like, and even with me thinking Queen was a villain or a bad guy, I still wanted. I was like, yeah, Queen should have been around more. I like Queen, like the style and everything. I like that cute little interaction um, mm-hmm. that, that they had. Um, Quinn was like, you know, don't take a whole bunch of time, and Lena was like, I'm gonna say, don't rush my memory. <laughs> yeah, this was some uh, good writing. That was some good back and forth. And even though my question was like, oh, do they know each other? Like that, the exchange between them did feel very familiar. So I was able to just accept it. But I was like, yeah. I feel like y'all don't. Or maybe they're siblings. No. Um, so, I mean. <laughs> so it, it feels like the show staff, creative team, was like very sure about the season two because – this Lino power storyline is, and and I bring it up because with Lino's corrupted PTSD, swift sight memory thing, it was of what Lorraine said initially. Well, no, no, no. Well, when he was three, his mom like put him into the fire, close to the fire. And I wonder if it was like, okay, this is a hint to like how, um, and it will charge to my head and in my heart, uh, unstable, I'll say she was where she was trying to maybe prove that he was manufactured or whatever. Um, but where do we go now with this superpower thing that's been hinted at? Or was that just to prime the audience for the Barton true reveal that came later to be more accepting of that? Like, I just... I didn't think about that, and now I'm thinking... Because I feel like if any, hmm, I feel like if anything, maybe it would have been the reverse. Mm, because okay. you once once you open up the doors to time travel, pretty much anything is possible. <laughs> uh, yes. So I feel like maybe they maybe we were going to get because I'm I'm st- Leno's a cyborg. Yeah. That's <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah. So maybe the idea was that um, you know, we were going to delve more into or we are going to delve more into that. Mm-hmm. Um cause even because you could even play that up with like what um what was in Leno's PTSD when he was like his mom said, like, you need to be purified, you need to be cleaned. If they operated on this child and put God knows what type of technology in him. Um, his mama, with the way that she was presented to us, I could very much see her be like, "Oh my God, you're like a robot. We got to purify, cleanse mm-hmm. the evil that they put inside you, or whatever." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
No, I can definitely see that. And I do think that Barton did something to that boy. Yep. Because there's no, even if it was like, oh, my, my wife's sister is got some issues. Let's, I don't know, erase his memory of the bad stuff or whatever. Like Barton, he's shown that he is going to do what's best for him and not for his wards. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, because think about it. Like, if he didn't, quote unquote, start learning his lesson until he almost killed Tom with the gummies. Mm-hmm. Truly, Tom isn't 13 years older than Leno. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because what did we come up with? Like, Lord, if Leno's 16 times 22, what's that? Eight, six? Yeah. Six, about six years. So it would almost, it would line up very, very well that, mm-hmm. you know, that he did something to him too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Barton is a, Barton is a, he's a <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> that too. I hate him. Um, yeah, so Leno, is going through it in his cardigan. Um, yeah, his Lorraine original. And one thing that really kind of made me mad about Isaac, and this, and again, I know this is more than likely because there's so many moving parts. I didn't feel like Isaac was very bodyguard, take charge this episode. I was like, that, but I mean, it's Tom's time to shine, but I still was like, no, I, I agree with you. And that's why going back to what I said towards mm-hmm. the top this. That's why I think him and Zenzi's time would have been better spent if they were on their own little adventure. And it just popped mm-hmm. up maybe towards the end. Yeah. Yeah, I could even see them coming in during the chaos and like being locked out of the building. Like, because yep. if they just their issue, if their storyline is now we're trying to get into the building, that's some quick cutaways. And you could mm-hmm. still do everything you did with, with Tom and uh, Lena. And then that you could have swapped out Isaac and Zinzi inside for Quinn and let Quinn get more shine that way as well. So, yeah. yeah. Or even or even Leno and Lorraine. Yeah. Th- yeah. Because, like, first of all, cut that clear storyline all together, like, throughout the whole season. And then, yes, get Leno and Lorraine. Like, because, uh, Claire, just gross. I hate her, too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so, Tom finds some... I don't, he said liquid coating, something that Susanna did, uh, which messed up the Swift site. And so he's talking to her virtually. And I'm just like, how are you, how are you so cocky that you think this woman has only done one thing? That, like, even before, like, I, I just knew she was too calm. Yeah. This is the same woman yeah. who killed her people in front of you from her phone. Like, <laughs> You think, oh, yeah, but again, Tom think he's smarter than everybody, and to I will I will give him this, like the uh, the fact that he only knew that she got to Swift Sight, him stopping Swift Sight. I could I can I can I'll give him more that he would have thought that would have been the only plan since that was the only thing that she got to, that he knew that she got to. Mm-hmm. So I can give him a little bit, but yeah, he was way too cocky. Yeah, I, that ugh, he had his titties out. Um, so I'll definitely give him some grace. But I'm like, brother, there's no way. This, like, you discovered the rollback, and that one of your childhood acquaintances is the leader. Like, come on, I don't know. But it it's still made for a good um episode. Uh, because soon after. 
every black person in this convention or this meeting, bizarre, whatever, is like poisoned, sick, vomiting, ill, and go ahead. You may be finna say what I was gonna say. It's like, huh? Every black person yep. in this event. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm done. So again, the rollback is not a racist organization, Susanna Rob, but like you could have easily just targeted Tom's family mm-hmm. and kind of hit him where it hurts, but you've mm-hmm. proven that you're going to kill anybody, mainly black, who has this like inventor bug, this you know, whatever. Um, I was like, the optics are very bad, and I'm sure this was intentional, but yeah. out of all the events that have been hailed and all the things that could have been done, you attack all of these black folks in STEM, like all of them. So, yeah, again, this one, like, how are you underestimating? Like, I would go in thinking that she put a bomb in my chest while I was asleep. <laughs> like, the, the, the roof is going to cave in. Like, I, I don't understand how Susanna is still alive. That's, <laughs> that's just me. I don't understand it after we catch up with her when we, we let her, but. I digress. Um, so this scene, though, kind of odd. I did like two things. It, in continuity, I loved how Tom was like quick-witted. Uh, find, this is cyanide. I need cobalt blue. I need, I don't know, a, a white dove from a Zeta. I need, <laughs> I need all of this. But even more so, I love the extras because it was like, I ain't going to say they didn't have anything to do, but like, having to run around and be in chaos where the first time watching through, I was paying attention to the show, but the second and third time I'm like, look at these people. Like this has to be fun. This has to be fun as hell to run around and act like you hurt throwing up. This has to be fun as shit. Um, So can we talk about my favorite character? Um, And I don't know her name, but the thick black girl with the Ashanti Thing on the side, she gets my MVP for <laughs> the whole season. Sister <laughs> Charge, listen, she wanted her Academy Award, she wanted her Oscar, she wanted her Tony. And this give it to her, the, give it to her. She deserves, she deserves I, that girl. She kind of reminds me of the girl from the Cotillion, but I feel like have we seen her before? This girl who the 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 thicker girl with the head shave? Have we seen I, her before? I want to say no, but my memory is terrible, so that may be incorrect. No, yeah, listeners, y'all let us know, and if you don't know, just you know, say yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Clutching her chest, having, like, I truly was focused on her for those, like, she she ate Tom up. I'm sorry. Tom yes. was teeing who? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, give her the show. Give her the show. Yes, yes. I, I, I wanted her. Like it was, it was fun. Like the way that the, um, the gummy scene and Zinzi and Tom, like how intense that was. It feels like that's what this scene was, but just fun instead of like heavy and dark. I would like, love. It was, yeah, I'm going. I was just saying, like it was, it was, it was a fun type of chaos. It's like, oh my mm-hmm. god, like, what's gonna happen now? They have mm-hmm. door poison. You're brainwashing people. It's like, what's going to happen next? Yes, yes. 
Um, so this goes out to anyone affiliated with Tom Swift. Um, if you need writers for season two, you have two right right here. But if if you ain't trying to have no extra writers, you definitely need some extras. So like I feel like we should pop up in some in like two <laughs> or three episodes, you know, put us in a nice suit. Um I'll be homegirl's friend, uh, th- uh, uh, Ashanti hair girl. I'll be her friend. Like, whatever you need. Like, have us involved. Um, they're gonna, they're gonna give, they're gonna create an award for background acting. They how have hard to. I'm going to give. They have to. They have to. I, I, I second that. They have to. Um, Latinx evil assassin. I was not happy with this. I I was happy he showed up because I thought some shit was gonna go now, but he should have killed Claire. What first of all, I don't want this, but he should have killed Lorraine. Like, how do you snap all these necks all season and you get this woman's neck in your hand and you do nothing? Like what are you away? <laughs> Woo! When he grabbed that lady, I did I flipped over my table. <laughs> like, get your ass off that woman. <laughs> like, get your ass off that woman. Oh, God. Oh. That to me, like, I legit, I had a physical reaction. Because yeah. in my mind, I just was like, Lord, he's going to kill her. Get away. Yeah, because that's what he did. I was like, yo, I, I'm off for that, man. Get your check, brown man. But I'm like, somebody else should have, because I, you already have us conditioned that when he's on screen, somebody's going to die. So, like, <laughs> I, yeah, I'm with you. What what are we doing? Um, for him to grab up Lorraine, and what do you say? If he if Tom won't listen to Susanna, maybe he'll listen to his mother. I personally feel like that scene should have played out a bit longer because it felt... It felt like in all the chaos, when he grabbed her up, and then did he throw her because Claire came in like to save the day? Something about that just felt weird. Like it should have been extended. Cause like you it took all of Tom and his friends to get you down last time. I ain't saying Lorraine ain't, you know, got it going on, but she ain't no fighter for no. what we could see, you know. He also didn't really fight back for her at all. He threw her against so, the wall. Like <laughs> I could, I would be able to buy it if, like, he grabbed her and, like, she fought back. I'm not saying that she, you know, she's gonna give mm-hmm. you freaking, you know, I don't know, uh, kung fu master or nothing. <laughs> but, like, if she struggled and he might not be expecting it, it'd be like, oh, well, whatever happened. Mm-hmm. And that I could see giving us enough time for Claire to pop in. Yeah. But he just grabbed her and, like, held her for, like, a minute. Yeah. And I was like, what is happening? Like, what is happening on this side of the building? What are we even doing? Uh, and it's mainly because it was him. It's not even that it happened. It's that it was him and not somebody mm-hmm. else. Y'all have already trained us to know he's out for blood every time. So he was about to kill a baby like two episodes ago. Like, come on. <laughs> Let's not. Um, so Claire. So Claire comes to the rescue. She yells, "Leave her alone!" or what? So, I don't know. Something evil. I don't know. Um, I will say she looked good in that suit, though. I, you know, I caught it like I said. I said, "Brittany, all right, girl." But she, 
so Lorraine gets thrown to the floor and wall. Um, Claire comes out with her magic. <laughs> she gets hemmed up and then pulls her mind control abuse drug out of her pocket and rubs it on. And I can even like accept that because it's so weird. Like if I'm attacking you, I'm expecting you got pepper spray or a knife. You pull out a cream. And so I get that. But why didn't he snap her neck? Like Latin assassin, you you losing your touch. Like I don't. So when we get season two, don't don't come back killing people because I'm not going. I'm not. I don't believe you. You're lying. <laughs> so, uh, um, how do we feel about this Claire Lorraine ending of an arc or beginning of a new arc or? So. <laughs> Honestly, I'm of two minds. Okay. Because I think that the beginning of the new arc could be interesting. Mm-hmm. Because we said, you know, way back in freaking episode two, that this was a problem. She's a villain. She's not going nowhere, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So what they ended up doing kind of given, gave us a reason as to why she would stay there. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as like how this one panned off, mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. Because I was like, Lorraine deserves so much, but even Claire deserves so much. But I didn't, I, that, I, I feel like the same thing could have been achieved without the drug. Um, yeah. Because it feels like the drug part was just to lead up to this moment where Lorraine found out. Like, oh, you've been drugging me. You know, you're out of here. Oh, but am I? Because look at all these flash drives. Like, I don't know whatever that was. But I I didn't like it. Um, and I think part of me not liking it, part of it is like, oh, I just generally did not like it. But I think another part is we didn't get a lot of it. We didn't get an, I, I, the storyline didn't feel full enough. Mm-hmm. Um because I, I kind of feel like maybe the Lino stuff could have been pulled back some and to give more room for the Claire Lorraine stuff to because I still don't understand why Claire wants to be here like to run a company sure because this is a billion dollar company but like how, how'd you get it in the first place and why do you want to be here so bad and like I, I don't I just I don't get it I don't get it. I think even if they wanted to have the whole like, oh, I know all of your secrets. You can't get rid of me type deal. I feel like they could have done that a whole lot better. Like, because Claire gives me, I don't know if you or anybody watched How to Get Away with Murder. Claire gives me heavy Bonnie energy. Mm -hmm. So I would have very much like preferred if if we had her like fighting in the background, trying to keep this CEO position or what have you. And then we get to this point and um, it has the, no drug is involved, but Lorraine is still like, you know what? You got to go. Like, you, it's time for you to go. And she's like, you know, I've, I've been here for so many years. Mm-hmm. I was your lover and your secretary. Like, like, you cannot get rid of me. I know everything. Yes, yes. Then I would have, I feel like I would have enjoyed it more, but the mm-hmm. whole like, 
when you got when you're drugging somebody and like you kind of like knocking on the door of like assaulting yep. them yeah you 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 got to do something with the hat you can't just do it and then just like expect us to be like okay well it's over now mm-hmm. I, I feel about her the way i do about barton because it's you're not i'm not even saying they need to be redeemable but this is some very heavy stuff that you're doing and you're playing with fire, but I don't feel like, I feel like we went from showing a match to getting a fire. We didn't get yeah. you lighting the match. And so, yeah. because even the like kind of homoeroticness of those two, that wasn't explored either. And I'm like, how interesting would that have been? If there was that love uh, aspect, like, oh, I've always fancied you, but now that Barton's truly gone, maybe we can make this work. And so the yeah. betrayal is maybe that much stronger, but I don't know. That's yeah. the clear the clear stuff, really. No, no, I agree. And I feel like the difference with um, between, like, this and what Barton did is that because what Barton did is directly to the main character of the show. Mm-hmm. We got a whole lot more time and a whole lot more focus is put to it. So even though it's like awful, yeah, we got the narrative space to kind of contend with that. Whereas we see Claire uh, rubbing her lip, her popping lip gloss on Lorraine for like a scene, and then now they come back off a of Hawaii vacation. Yeah, yeah, that is Claire in these H and M suits. Like I just. I don't, uh, something felt missing, but I'm accepting it for what it is, and I still think overall Claire needs to be under a jail. Um, she actually oh, yeah. need her and Susanna Rob need to be, if we you know, being, being quite honest. Um, but yeah, her having this, see, okay, this is another issue. She has these files that has all these recordings of like Lorraine um talking under duress or whatever i think for as shiny of an image swift family has it would have been nice to have at least heard one of those like what are some things that lorraine knows or maybe her and barton did that now takes away that sheen where yeah you this beautiful wealthy family but like you have just as many um murderous embezzling things that everyone else is like knock them down a few pegs for us so you know i don't know well 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 claire did say one one thing because mm-hmm. she said the whole thing about um you know what you did during the uh the custody hearings for Lino. yeah yeah <sighs> which i think they just made homegirl go you know, I, say, well, I, I don't know if that's correct but they messed with her mental i'll say that yeah. That. Yeah, I don't. So there, I want a season two. Well, gen- generally, I want one, but I want one specifically so that we can get to the bottom of what's what's up with Lino, Violet, and Lorraine. Like, what is what bad blood is there that brought us to this point? Because yeah. this is gross. And yeah. is Lorraine just as? Are we going to see her in the same light that we see Barton once all this is exposed? So. Hey, I'm already halfway there. So, <laughs> I love me some Lorraine, but Lorraine, you 
And then yeah. what? What if you're so hyper aware of Violet and the bad things she's like? You you are a good judge of character there, though it is your sister. How is it clear you you can't see? Ugh, I don't know. I'll do you one better. If you're such a good judge of character, you see the problem. How is your husband still your husband? There we go. Because <laughs> yes, it because Tom and Lorraine should have been living on their own since he was 13. So like there's no <sighs> makes no sense. No sense at all. Um yeah, no, Lorraine's not that great judge of character. I'm sorry. <laughs> Lorraine, you gotta come on, sis. Um, but she show was a bad one with that. Uh, that uh, that was it a dress or was it a yeah, it was a dress. They let the costume design. Oh, yes, this whole season, like the thought, the like, because even the things that I didn't particularly care for, um, like when Tom had that, what episode was that when him and Rowan were like parents of of that baby for like one scene i didn't really care for that cardigan mm-hmm. but that that's not taken away from how like it was nice i just didn't i didn't like the look but i could recognize that oh this is a look it's just not for me but even in the things that i didn't particularly care for i still was like oh this y'all yeah. did that because baby in this episode when tom walked into that little room Huh. And we see um, um, Isaac and Zinzi in this place. I was like, oh, listen, oh yes. Listen, listen, yes. Yes is right. Everybody was, like, even Susanna, like, her stuff is pretty, like, White House black market, but she looks good. So, like, they all, I think Nathan was the most boring to me, but not because I don't like him. I think just by nature of him being a politician and yeah. not being flashy. Um, because in the same regard i don't know we had rowan who was directly tied to nathan and he didn't look boring in his suits so like again costume design y'all do what you need to do yes yes um so susanna rob has poisoned these black folks she has um just been an overall all around evil racist person um (laughs) Tom gets in his sports car and follows her on her motorcycle. Now, have we ever seen her on a motorcycle? Because I was... Okay. Now, maybe they mentioned a motorcycle? Because I know in this episode earlier they did, but I was like, I've never heard this before. So... To me, she doesn't strike me as one who would ride a motorcycle. Um, Also, she just mentioned in the last episode, I think, like her bones will be like brittle at like in like at like by 40 i'm just like why would you engage in activity that would break your bones so like i just i maybe it was just cool to have her on a motorcycle but i didn't buy that um yeah it, it, it definitely gave like we need something cool for the village to do so put them on a motorcycle yeah when she's been chauffeured around for quite some time um and as far as we know Latin assassin is gone. Like he, he's not dead. So, uh, whatever. So they make it to the Swift server hub, I believe. Mm-hmm. And 
I would like to know your thoughts on this scene between Tom and Susanna. Um, where he confronts her and she conf- not confesses, she kind of gloats like the rollback. We're in every industry, we're everywhere, whatever, men in black. How do you feel about this scene? I don't know how that lady walked away from this scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I even before we get like to the big moment, I don't know how this lady walked away from this scene. Like, yeah. where's she going? Like, how you stop her? What you doing? Yeah, I. When she confessed all this, yeah, Tom had these like live stream glasses on, which I was like, Susan, how do you not realize this man don't wear sunglasses? all the time but you know maybe it's part of the look and she just didn't get it but i would have choked her i'm I'm just like i just like there's no way she would have gotten away because at this point we're in continuity yes you are a tall black man and she is a small white woman she has openly admitted to running a very racist organization and has murdered tons of people I'm not going to, mention, to grab your neck. Mm-hmm. Not to mention, she has just tried to assassinate, essentially, a room full of black engineers and your friends and family, I, as well as threatened you several times. Yes. Like, in your, like, Susanna Robb truly was the bad bitch of this season because there's no way, there's no way, there's no way, like, there's no way she should have been able to get away. Like, no. Did you, you even piss the bitch? Like, golly. Because you truly if we're being honest did not do anything because if i can be real for a second um susanna is a conventionally attractive white woman of means she has money not only does she have money though she exposed her organization we don't know who these people are so she could have a judge in her back pocket she could have a lawyer a race car driver we don't know so to have her walk off and not to be funny, as, as beautiful as the actress is, you're not the only one. And I say that because, again, this is my imagination going crazy. If you're like, oh, she's going to get hers, well, she can fly off to Costa Rica. She can go off to um, Wales and blend because she's just a conventionally attractive white woman with brown hair. Like, she'll blend in. It's not, I was like, this is weird. Why is she not dead? <laughs> Like you could at least kick her in the shins, at least do something. Something like that. Like I, that's the fight I wanted. Like if she's Tom's equal in every way, let them fight. Let them <laughs> duke it out right here. I want to see, and I would, I would accept that because. But well, even 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 if you weren't gonna fight her, mm-hmm. when you were spraying the live stream stuff on your glasses, you could have also made a call to Isaac, somebody that you know. To be waiting on her at her little bike. Mm-hmm. You could have ran her off the road. You could have broken her leg. Like you could have like ran her into the. But I don't know. I'm just like maybe I'm too evil to be because no, I. Yeah. Susanna even if, like even though I. <laughs> say that you should that she should have died. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't, there's a lot of space between. Yeah. Her dying and her just walking away. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. No, no, no. Truly. Um, and even if you want her to pop back up for like the next season, I think it would have been this would have been so soap opera, but I would have loved it if he had to pushed off a cliff. 
Cause like <laughs> now she's gone, and then when she pops up again with like maybe a scar on her face, you're like, oh, she didn't die, but she should have got something. Cause that girl got truly. If we're looking at who won this season, it has to be Susanna Rob. You took a hit publicly, but there's a good way to spin that because my understanding is the rollback is a secret. So even her talking about it, that's like me being like, yeah. I go to school, Xavier School for gifted youngsters. Like nobody, this isn't. I could just, I could just be talking shit. Like, why would you take me seriously? Even if I was a conventionally attractive white woman billionaire, why? Like, you can just say me and Tom, y'all know we go way back. This is a skit. Something yeah. like because at this point, it's your word against mine. You have no concrete proof about the rollback. So, whoop her ass, like. <laughs> Honestly, truthfully, I you should have kicked her in the back or something like this. No, I'll leave it alone, but just know that Susanna Robs should not have been walking away from there able bodied and, and like she <laughs> pulled up, she should have had some alterations. Um, <laughs> and and I just, I just and I just want to point out this is before she did what she did. Yes, come on, this yes, is not even counting that. <laughs> Susanna takes off her crossbody fanny pack <laughs> and like shot put tosses it <laughs> to like the door. And I was like, okay, I know something is about to happen. And I understand. No, I don't understand. Like if I'm Tom and I just had this run in with you for the last three episodes, I'm not letting you throw anything. Like I, I'm strapping this thing to you. Like, that. <laughs> so she throws her little, and I say little and I focus on that because those of you who haven't seen it, it's it's probably about the size of those drawstring book bags mm-hmm. um, that like colleges just give out. And she flings it into the door and there's a small explosion. And so Tom, again, underestimating her, he's laughing at her like, oh, girl, that's all you can do. So like, you, you're not one of the gays from the block. Because there's no, there's no way. Like as many bad boy clubs leaked videos that have been on Twitter, and as many fight video, as many Pride event videos that like, there's no way, Tom. You are not, you not even from New York. You have to be like from the outskirts, because there's no way. I'm And That's I can't even blame it on your wealth because. Not to be funny, this is very deep dive extreme. I truly feel like AJ Johnson would have whooped her ass. If we're looking at queer, wealthy black men, I feel like AJ Johnson would have grabbed Susanna by her hair and merely rocked her ass. Like, I just, I feel like, I just, I feel that to be true. So, like, um, where's your connection to the old school? Have you never seen Paris is Burning? Have you never seen those? You like, you know, you got all these black history facts, but baby, where is the fight? <laughs> yeah. Dorian Corey had a body in his closet. Wasn't it like for years? Years. Like, so, but. I digress. <laughs> um, so there's another explosion that's much bigger, much larger, and it's just effed everything up. And I get that this, the way that this played out was probably more or less for like 
the budget of the show. Like, let's not blow up something for real. <laughs> let's like make the so I'm not even mad at the explosions and how they worked out. I'm mad at Tom. Um, so by exploding or blowing up the hub, what is that? The servers, yes, yes, that it messes up Barclay. So now we have an ultimatum. Do you use your last bit of storage on your Apple Watch to save your homophobic father, or do you save your imaginary friend who you created as a child genius? Um, because there's only enough space for one. Um, and I made sure to mention that Barclay hadn't been backed up and his not being backed up freed up so much space. So I I, I kind of like I like that mm-hmm. explanation. Um and Tom chooses to save his dad. I, I don't know that I would have done the same. Uh, uh-uh. Yeah. Be- Absolutely not. Absolutely not. We 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 glossed over it. Like we didn't mention it. Come on. Um, when we um. After the whole like chaos at the um, Swift event, mm-hmm. uh, Tom and, and his mom have this conversation. Yes. She, his Lorraine is still pushing for this whole like, hey, you know, what's going on? What's the status of you saving your father? Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And Tom was basically like, fuck that nigga. Yeah. Um, and he explains, you know, he says how he found out about the thing. And Lorraine's response is, I prayed you would never find out. Now, honestly and truthfully, that would have been the end of the conversation right then and there. Like, we would have had nothing else to talk about from then on. However, Tom continues to talk, and Lorraine gives him this whole speech about giving grace and forgiveness even to people who don't deserve it. So I was already, like, I had already doubled down on the fuck bar and he can die in space. Mm-hmm. For us to get to this point to where... Tom actively makes the the choice to be like, I'm going to get rid of Barclay, who has been by your side, literally, since before the series started. But your daddy had almost killed you when you were a child and then spent the rest of your life berating you. That Okay, that's that's it. That's the thing. No. There's not enough forgiveness in the world. There's not enough forgiveness in the world. Yeah, no, no, I'm I'm on the same page because I can see in a world where this happened, him and Lorraine discussed it, and that was it. I can see, okay, I need to bring this man back. But it's like what you said. Even after you almost killed me at 13, you continue to be this evil person who is angry at something that I cannot change. That's the part that gets me. So, and I can even see an argument for like bringing him back, like we said before, to you know at least because he's a person, but like also Barton to me still is a person, though he's AI, whatever. Uh, uh, Barclay, I mean. But my thing is, you even after this event, this incident, you still continue to press on and be this evil person. That's the thing that kills me, like. And so it took you going to space, getting lost, and then going forward like 60 years in the future for, well, 80 years in the future 
84, whatever, 80 plus years in the future for you to like, but oh, now I get how terrible. If that's what it took, you deserve to be there. Because mm-hmm. it's not like Lorraine instantly knew this was wrong. How didn't you? So, again, there's yeah. no grace. Yeah, no, that would that would have been it. That would have there wouldn't have been no there would have been no end credit saying we wouldn't have known mm-hmm. what was going on with Barton because at that moment, like I choose Barclay, I choose the person who's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. So no, no, no. Um, you can choke, and if and truly, when we find out about Rowan, me being Tom, you save him. I save my <laughs> real daddy. So like. My real daddy is uh, Barclay. You now you save your future mentor person. At this point, at this point, because uh, <laughs> I'm just laughing, just thinking about the things that Barclay has said just in this episode. Oh God, how deep he was in, he was in Tom's corner. Because he asked Tom, he said, "What would make you cheer up?" And he mm-hmm. was like. Uh, and Tom was like, I need to call Justin. And Barclay was like, fantastic. Already the lube. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, also singing City Girls. What did he say? Singing in a British accent. Like, what this LeVar Burton deserves. This. Yeah. Barclay is no more. At least this full version of him. Um, once Tom made the decision to save his father. Um, we kind of go through this series of like seeing just how dependent Tom was on Barclay because nothing like he can't even start his car without Barclay. Um, and Zinzi mentions like I have a oh no go ahead. I was just gonna say like I will say that they are, these writers special effects people y'all yeah. like for this because when Tom makes the decision like that he's gonna replace Barclay's data with the data to find his dad. Mm-hmm. Like you have like these last couple seconds where Tom is like booing and Barclay's like, it's going to be okay. It's like, you're going to mm-hmm. be fine. And then you know how they pop up with like the person face whenever it is they're talking. Yeah. Like, they had Barclay's face just yeah. kind of like, immater- like Thanos snap away. I was yeah. like, y'all wrong for that. Because yeah. why did it be in my emotions? <laughs> yeah, they they play too much. I, um, I already, for me, mm-hmm. That puts Tom Swift squarely into one of the multiverses, one of the MCU multiverses. I'm just, I just, I feel like that's the proof, you know, that's all the proof I needed. So I don't know if it's Earth 838, where it seems like Wanda is not as powerful, but neither are the Illuminati. But yeah, I feel like Tom Swift is firmly planted in the um, MCU now. I still think he made the wrong choice. Correct. Um, I do like, though I did not like that Barclay was essentially sacrificed, I do like that now Tom is confronting how much he relies on Barclay, and it's not even a bad thing. Like We all do it. We rely on technology. Um, him having to do stuff for himself and then Zinzi having that backup that's the side hole protocols backup, I wonder what a season two, wh- how would this be explored? Like, are you just, like, is LeVar Burton out of the price range? Are we now making a new Barclay? Are we, like, uh, like what does this mean going forward? And, like, does Tom's reliance on technology get pulled back some, kind of, sort of, 
fulfilling the wishes of the rollback to begin yeah. with. You yeah. know, so yeah. I mean, so in story, that would be that would say that would be a good like sort of way to go. Um, mm -hmm. out of story, the whole like, oh, so this is how y'all get out of having to continue to play LeVar Burton. That was my first thought. Yeah. Like, oh, so this is <laughs> that's very bad. I yeah, he's I'm probably sure. the highest one of the more expensive yes hey <laughs> which, which, is probably, which is probably why all we get is his voice look uh, hello because they could have easily made an ai version of it like you know mm -hmm. like a yeah no boy <laughs> <laughs> they knew what they was doing i ain't mad at them i am not mad mm -mm. um yeah but the crew riding off into the sunset the one thing that i really didn't kind of like and this only and this isn't even nothing against the show it's just having seen isaac zinzi rowan and tom together i truly like them together yeah and not having them kind of frustrating because I'm like they they did so well what was that episode seven yeah. they did so well. like that was such a cool dynamic team and so it would have been, but I think that goes back to something that you mentioned that you said, like way in the beginning, like the writers of people probably fully expected to have another season. Mm -hmm. This, this, with the way that it ended, it definitely, you know, felt like it was like part one of something that's going to be. Awesome. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Oh, I hate that. Um, so Rowan. Operating off of what you just said, we assuming that there was going to be a season two. I still don't like the fact that we didn't see him this episode until the end. Um, I I just wish. Uh, what I'll, I'll get over it, but I think uh, Albert did a damn good job with the Rowan character, mm -hmm. and oddly enough. Though we did have some critiques about some of the other storylines like Lino and Claire, I think when it comes to Rowan, that was done pretty well. Like, I feel like the Easter eggs were there mm -hmm. and they were dropped in enough, mm -hmm. especially with the um, episode six. Like, mm -hmm. that specifically, like, really kind of drove home. Um, but now it leaves me with more questions than we have answers. Like, yeah. so, yeah, yeah. What, what you got? So, are you going to start no, the process? Or, no, okay, no, no, no. <laughs> because we said it. I just, I just want to point out that we said it. Yes, I don't, Absolutely. I don't know what episode of the review show that was, but we mm -hmm. said mm -hmm. that name was from somebody's future. Yep, absolutely. Because it's the only thing that makes sense. The only thing. So Rowan talks to Tom right before Tom gets ready to send off the drone whatever to space and he stops him and tom's like what the hell and so me i'm like god that this is what i'm talking about he was he he's evil but then you know he explained which mm -hmm. uh -huh. he's like i am your father sent me here to stop you because if you save him something something he he won't something you have to lose him to save him something yeah Cause he got sucked into a wormhole, and so that's why he got this afro. So Tom says, "Where is he?" Rowan's like, "When is he?" He's in twenty ninety six, I believe. That's not right. And he sent me back here 
to save you, which I'm all for. But again, like you said, we've already established it. It was whatever episode with the baby, which I think was seven, eight, eight. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was eight. Um, Because when Adrena did not recognize him, I knew that was an ancestor. Like, there's no, there's no way. Like, if he knows her so well, yeah, you could be like, oh, well, I'm sorry, she's not my family. No, nigga, that's your family. Don't, don't lie. But like the first couple of minutes, I thought that the baby was just flat out him. But mm-hmm. then when we got to the end of that episode, and he was like, if something had happened, my whole life would be like, nope, that's your granddaddy yeah. or something. Yeah, and see, I the baby, I think it's his granddaddy because again, here's my math. A generation is about 50 years. We're already in 2022. It gives us about 85 years or so to get to 96. Um, that gives us Ed- Edrina. I don't even think I'm saying her name right. She's now, I would say, maybe in her 30s. Oh, late wait, 30s. Wait, 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 wait. If it's 22, it's, mm-hmm. it's, 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 it's 70 something to get mm-hmm. to, to 90. You mm-hmm. said like 80. No, no. Well, you, well, yeah, no, no. You're right. But what I'm saying is, the mother is already in her, I would say, late 30s, early 40s. Okay. And then the son, who we saved, is just born. So give him about 50 years. That puts us at about, what is that, 70-something? 20s? Yeah. Uh-huh. But by him being 50, he would have, uh, assumably, at least had a child by, let's say, 20, which would have been um, uh, uh, Rowan's father. Mm-hmm. Or mother, because I don't know if it's a maternal or paternal grandfather. But then... Mm-hmm. In ninety in ninety six, Rowan would not just be born; he would be grown enough that Barton would send him back. So he's born. I don't know. Maybe if he's thirty, because we what we come down to, he's like thirty. So ninety, he was born in twenty sixty something. Yeah, you know. So at the end of the, so, it, it works. It look the math checks out, and we definitely guess that. So mm-hmm. I feel vindicated. This I is didn't... truly the official Tom Swift podcast. I don't care what nobody say. Listen, listen, listen. Hey. We talk for two. We talk for two, yeah. man. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, <laughs> I mean, you heard it here first, folks. First, second, and third. So, yeah, when that <laughs> when that time uh, that time travelness came out, I said, yeah, this is what it is. This is what it is. So, I feel like we did a damn good job. Mm, we go did. Ahead. So, I have a so. With the knowledge that Rowan is from the future, mm-hmm. um, going back to I think that was episode seven where we mm-hmm. saw how he first met Barton. Yep. So now with this knowledge, why do we think he did that? To, I think to set the events in order because there, to me, there's no. If we look at that flashback. Mm-hmm. There's no way Barton would have hired Isaac just randomly. So for me, if we're looking at episode six and how Lorraine's like, okay, I tried to push you to Justin because he's going to be this great ally, but you have your own. And then knowing that Rowan is for the future, to me, it stands to reason that Zinzi and Isaac were like very instrumental in, in Tom's success or whatever. So if we do not have Isaac, even take that away, just somebody to protect him. So -hmm. if we don't have Isaac, then that leaves Tom open to kind of, you know, whatever. Because we know Isaac is, his mission is to take care of Tom. 
So I for I personally feel like it is to send him back to either get certain events rolling or to make sure that things other things happen. Like some to get the timeline straight. He's bishop, you know. Cool. Right. Listen, <laughs> you you got me started with that, and I would have understood. Hey. <laughs> right no yeah no yeah to to prevent the terrible timeline but i mm-hmm. i would love like though i do still hate barton if in a season two we do get that explanation or we do like if if season two's first half is just from barton's point of view and like him being the time of the future and creating time travel or discovering time travel and running into because like my, the other thing that i find interesting is if the rollback is such a big issue and we want to stop them and we send Rowan back, one, how many other people have been sent back to the past? But then two, how the Rowan is a black man who is in the road back or adjacent to it. That can't be by accident. It has to be by design. So, and with Claire not being revealed as being in in the rollback, we know that there's no you know people of color program, like he just happened to be attached to Nathan or whatever. So I think that was by design. So like, oh, the rollback is the cause for this terrible future. Let me send you back, protect my family, but also get in deep and tear him up from the inside. Yes, because it's 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 it really puts into perspective i mean again because we predicted it but now that it's confirmed we can really like yeah. see like okay this is how this works out because even though we already we know that he was going to fix barclay anyway the fact that rowan was able to interact and so like hack barclay not once but twice come on definitely says that you know tom works on barclay and kind of like improves him or what have you to the point in the future so hold up yeah, because and then wait a minute now. Hold up. Tom is 22. Tom is mm-hmm. Enzi and Susanna and everybody, everybody on this show is 22. So what's then the reason that they Tom might actually does Rowan know Tom as an old man? I mean, this doesn't really matter, but like if Tom I mean, made it for 80 something, unless he's killed, I don't know. <laughs> I mean it depends it depends on what type of future because we know that rowan has been saying you know like I, where i come from yeah mm-hmm. so it really depends like so the way that i'm understanding it is that rowan again rowan is bishop mm-hmm. so from like the terrible future where presumably you know tom them is gone because the mm-hmm. rollback is won and when mm-hmm. by the time barton gets back you know he's coming back to scorched earth yeah and the way I'm under, I way I'm my head cannon. Barton gets mm-hmm. back, sees that everything has gone to shit, and is like, "Oh no, something has to change." Sends mm-hmm. Rowan back to do all of these things to get the wheels turning to get stuff going the way that it should be. Yeah, because like, while it could be, you know, the time is still alive, it makes much more sense if they aren't because it would make yeah. Rowan's mission that much more important. Mm-hmm. You gotta like protect them and make sure that you know it, it would give a reason for him to be in the road back to mm-hmm. sabotage them to make sure that whatever may happen to Tom, Zinzi, Isaac, and whoever else don't happen. Mm-hmm. <sighs> this show is good as hell. Yeah, like there's no what like they really like even within all the critiques that we may have for this show, like overall, this was a solid 
Mm-hmm. show that gave you a lot and it gave you a lot and i and i'm gonna lump it in with uh lovecraft country as well but it gave you a lot with like black science fiction black stem and then even like towards the end of course that afro future like we exist in the future and then in this future though we haven't seen it with our own eyes we can assume that maybe it's post-apocalyptic but we still we're there like we're represented like this big event happens and then everyone with melanin dies, but then we get Hunger Games. Like that's not a that's not we're still alive. And, and clearly uh still alive and important enough to be trusted to fix everything. Come on, come on, and have the talent and ability to yep. send somebody in the dang on past to fix these things. So it's like I this is a really good show. And again, no matter how you feel about and okay, I feel about this the same way I feel about, and I've used this example before, same way I feel about Beyonce. You can hate her all day long. You cannot like her till you blue in the face. But if you're going to be completely honest, you cannot deny that woman's talent. And I feel like it's the same thing with this. If your issue is, oh, it's a CW show or, oh, it's corny or this, that, and third, there may be some parts in here that do not sit well with you or that feel very CW. But if you're looking at this show Overall, we got black gay billionaire. We got people of color and marginalized folks just mixed in being normal, being regular, not being tokens. We have, which again, I'm pointing out this because I haven't seen this myself, but an Asian woman who is capable and a villain. I haven't seen Asian women depicted like that in my history of watching media growing up. Maybe more now in the present. Um, First thing come to mind is... um, uh, Shang-Chi, but even outside of that, I'm sure there's other Asian women villains, but like on a predominantly black cast to even have her and then Quinn being a part of this show, what's so like that character, um, having that black stem element, that black history like baked into each episode. Like, this is then, even if you have an issue with the time travel thing at the end, you can't deny that there's an argument for it or something like it with everything with Lino. If you're only mad at that, then what you got to be mad yeah. at Lino's powers. Like it's like, yeah. yeah. It, to fold that in to in speaking on Lino specifically, it's not just this, my mutant powers have awakened. Now I go to this school. It was like very heavily rolled into this storyline and yeah. into mental health and into what could possibly be either a genetic hereditary thing or maybe something manufactured the very fact that we don't know but it's still just played as like this is what it is it's not okay now you have these powers now go to that school with everyone else and become a child soldier like it's not, <laughs> it's not, it's not i was just you don't get this yeah we ain't got this <laughs> we like, haven't got the, the the thing is like yes of course the show has flaws we've we pointed out several of them but the problem is when people look at these flaws and try to write off the entire program, when mm-hmm. every show, every movie hmm. has flaws. Yeah. So why is it that the ones that this one has automatically just like overrule all of the other great stuff that it does? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. And people are not, and I and I I I hope I would hope that. By doing this show, not even to say that like we're the sole reason that people are watching Tom Swift. I'm not even going to say that, but I will say that I hope that by doing this show that 
this is going to exist. It's the internet. Nothing is ever gone, you know, right. not even Barclay. So, uh, but I would hope that someone be it a day from now, a week, a month, a year from now can stumble upon this show, be it on YouTube or podcast form. And like, Oh, let me check this out. And that Tom Swift is available because this is a show that I feel like could easily be one of those mean girl cult classics where like, Oh yes, yeah, it's a good movie and people liked it. But like this, the cult following, of 90s teen 2010 movies and like mean girls specifically is unmatched you say to any gay man any girl of a certain age on wednesdays we were what and they will tell you (laughs) what we're (laughs) on wednesday so like i i truly hope that that is the legacy of the show if we do or if we don't get a season two because it's good It's good. Yes. And I'm going to speak a little out of turn because this is not my leg of the community um, and charge to my head and my heart. But I think even with the inclusion of Isaac and with the inclusion of Quinn, things are two characters in on mainstream network TV that have gotten shine where for an extreme example, somebody who is non-binary now has a character to cosplay as. And not feel like, you know what I'm saying? So I'm not going to speak too much on that because, again, that's not my part of the community. Uh, but I just feel like that has to that has that to has mean to something. Yeah. yeah. I so, mean, to 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 piggyback off that and to also kind of shift to um, another CW thing, like, that that's the same way I feel about something like a Supergirl. Mm-hmm. Like, I have several, several <laughs> issues with um, Supergirl or what have you. Yeah. But one thing I will never fault it for is for introducing, mm, you know, yeah. Dreamer, introducing to us this trans superhero that has now gone on to be in comics, you know, mm-hmm. both with the actors writing for them and being Come written on. by others. Like, yes, these things have their flaws. They're not mm-hmm. perfect. Nothing is. But to look at these flaws and to then throw out the good that they have done because of those flaws is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And even to piggyback off that, a, a lot of the flaws that the show has, people aren't truly even seeing because they're not watching it. Um, oh, the, the issue with Tom and Justin in that motorcycle scene, I cannot move past the reception where all these folks, queer included, were like, oh, of course, Tom is the buck, the dark-skinned, assertive, masculine top. And I'm like, you are watching a very small fraction of what truly happened on top of that motorcycle. Like, just watch the show. I Just watch it. Just Maybe like because. that scene, just that's not even half of the that's not even a quarter of the scene. Because if they had even watching the entirety of that scene, yes, yes, <laughs> Tom is him as a is verse Butch Queen energy personified. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, her is, yes, <laughs> yes, this show is, and uh, and then even and and I really, I hope that someone, one of these young kids, Gen Z or whatever, who do the um, the TikToks, the fan cams, and I like super cut these, like just take the gay shit and put it together yes. and put it on YouTube. Yes. If you get the 
scenes with Justin, and then even though I don't feel like it's the same character, the Justin from last episode and episode 10, and also those scenes with Rowan. Like, super yeah. cut those, those scenes together. You're like, this is not some generic, high, thin, racially ambiguous guy. I'm this big black man who does not like other black men, but you, racially ambiguous person, let me be in a relationship. Like, it's not that. It's not what we've already gotten. It's not that. I also don't see how you can look at Justin and say he's racially ambiguous. No, 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 at all. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> that's normally what we get, though. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so, but yeah, no. And even in Justin's, I would say, kind of borderline cringy desire to like be with Tom, that's still real. Like, I, and I said the last episode that though I don't agree with that depiction of Justin, I'm happy it exists because there are people out there who are queer who want that relationship they want mm -hmm. that and mm -hmm. hey it, and it's it's right there on the screen so you're not just getting a token of all of these marginalized identities that's just there to serve this white um cast it's not what you're getting right. even and if i can be so oh no i hope i don't have to walk this back but if i can be so honest i even feel like the white characters however like susanna rob specifically and nathan to me, they weren't the stereotypical. This is a white person who's bad because they're white. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. even with the rollback, not agreeing with the rollback, I feel like there was more fleshed out than like, I hate Negroes. All of you Negroes need to get out of here. Like, because in the 4400, we kind of had that for a second with some of their security guards. I'm like, okay, this is. Yes, yes. What, what did Robert say? The spikely white. Yes, white yes, yes. Spikely white. This is not a layered racist. This is very much a cartoony racist. So, like, <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm just grateful for for that, for this, for all of it, and yeah. and uh, oh, also, so Nathan's body is missing, and his car is in a river. I watched oh. a true crime. And oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, I mean, say what you can say, then I'm gonna follow up. Nothing that man is very much alive. Um, <laughs> my concern over now, okay. Now I'm of two minds. My one concern is like, Isaac, you you're kind of too calm for that, but also the fact that you're calm does that mean the witness protection is going even deeper when all y'all faked his death? You know, because that's that's the two. I was like, okay, either Isaac killed that man and it's too <laughs> calm about Nathan's body being missing. Or this is part of like making sure he's deep undercover. So that's what I got. So um, originally I was like, oh, this is part of the cover. Like they have killed him. So mm, okay. Deep undercover. Um, but mm. in, uh, bringing up, you know, Rowan and the time travel thing. Mm. And when you mentioned that Rowan had attached himself to Nathan, I'm like, so is Nathan important for the future too? Hey, hey, maybe that was Rowan who did that then, you know? Yeah. Lord. Ooh. Listen, my wow. book didn't work. <laughs> saving, the saving the future. Do you hear me? Do you <laughs> hear me? Like, truly MVP status because it seems like everything that is going on is because of Rowan. Like, Rowan has truly been, like, the key this whole time. Like, he saved himself. He saved Tom. He saved everybody. How do you save everybody and still maintain time to save yourself? So, a king, a very um, 
uh, self-caring king. <laughs> so yeah, Rowan, you you did that, brother. Um, yeah, but Nathan's not dead. There's no way. No, absolutely. Um, dang, what else do I? I think that uh, we've been eaten by the assassin, Susanna motorcycle. Apologize to Queen and Justin. I did that. Um, coming to Lino, better than. Yeah, I think that's all I have. Sorry, sorry. No, I'm saying that's all I have. That's oh, um, do I have anything else? Um, I really kind of want to reiterate what I said. Who do I have to fight? Point me in the direction. Yes. Um, because yeah, we need it. We need the season two because that was that when you was like, oh, you know, it, it wrapped up like, oh. <laughs> it, it it gave us a conclusion to yes. no mm-hmm. it was to the bottom mm-hmm. because I could see us very easily like when a season two would happen I could see us very easily we may have like one scene or so, mm-hmm. or maybe even one episode of Barton sending Rowan from the from the future back to the past mm-hmm. and that man again mm, okay. Uh, like I could very easily see them doing that because we've kind of gotten the, the conclusion to his story arc or what have you. Yeah. Everything else, not so much. <laughs> yeah. But I'm, yeah. I'm not. I don't. I don't blame them for that because one, the Barton thing was the main point of the story. I mean, it's in the intro, so mm-hmm. you know, they did at least wrap that up. But I definitely think that there were more doors left open than there were closed, mm, and yep. I'm not mad at that because of what happened. But it does make me really, really want to see what's behind a lot of these doors. Absolutely. No, no, you do. I completely agree. And for me, I I stand by what I said, even though we've proven that I was wrong. But I was more or less thinking um, how when you do a sequel to a book, you want to wrap up your main story but like of course leave the door open for a sequel and that i was like oh that was damn good but no you're you're right um barton's 2096 future claire and these flash drives lorraine dealing with that lino and his powers and his mom and then whatever long-term effects the ptsd has on him then like quinn's future because are you tied to claire um, are you privy to some of this stuff about Claire and also Claire in general? Like, what Claire, what is your issue? Um, yeah. the death of Nathan because clearly he's not, de- yeah. So, no, there's a lot that left <laughs> there. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, we need a season two and three because immediately, yeah, this is this is wild. Um, yeah, yeah, we we need that. Oh, lord, okay, we have quite a few comments. Um, Ooh, hold on, because this is more than... <laughs> okay, wait. I mean, that's, I feel like that's what you expected. Yeah. <laughs> no, for real, because, oh, I'm still scrolling. Um, yeah, okay, so uh, Harry says, okay, it's... Uh, I'll just say it's 11 out of 10 for 10. <laughs> so good. 11 uh, Barclays out of, out of 10. Um, he also says, cheers to Rain and Imhain for your 
time, effort, and love you devote to Tom Swift and DTS Pie, your amazing host. Thanks for bringing me along for the ride, brother from the future 2096. I heard that, Harry. You know what? <laughs> I have a theory that Harry is actually from 2096 because I don't remember Harry when we did the first two live tweets. I feel like it was around the third episode. I may be wrong, but I feel like he popped up then. This is why Rowan had to protect Nathan. All right, Harry is an Esco, y'all. Yes, he is. <laughs> Lord, Lord. Okay, Andres Santos in the building. Uh, he oh, he agreed with, with that last sentiment. Thank you, thank you all for who've been uh rocking with us all this time. And a special yeah. shout out to uh Marquise Vilson. And Cameron Johnson, thank you for coming on to the show. Like, you guys didn't have to do that, and you did. So, and special thanks to just, just, yeah. Um, Be sure to keep your eyes on the feed. There may be some, yeah. Um, uh, Here, look at them talking in the chat. Okay, y'all. Talk to us. No. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. So, uh, who do I need to fight? Yes, Andre agrees. He's ready to fight. Look, look, we you got at least four folks ready to go to war. Um, okay, so here he says, sadly, uh, labeled it oh, series. Okay, they labeled it series uh, finale. This season two will be incredible. What, what's up? Now, I was just gonna say, now, yes, they did, and that irritated me every time they said that. Mm-hmm. But there have been so many shows that have been canceled. One of my favorite shows, like, yeah. Of all time, Futurama has been canceled and uncanceled and canceled and uncanceled. <laughs> <laughs> so while yeah, that series finale they labeled it with, it seems final. It really don't have to be. Mm, good, because um, they need to get it together. Yeah. Uh, Jason Bright, hey, okay, <laughs> I heard that. I heard that. Okay, then Jason. <laughs> Uh, Andre says Isaac and Zinzi teaming up could have been an episode at some point. I'm still an advocate for a Zinzi focus episode season, uh, episode two. Yeah, no, no, I, I, I feel like when we get that season two, it would be nice to have that character focus episode like we got with Isaac. Yeah, um, I think it's well deserved. I would love to see a flashback of Zinzi at 13 or whatever age she lost her parents to like see from her point of view, like what exactly changed for you. Um, and when did you start having this terrible luck with men, so they say? And yeah. to, 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 to add on to that, now I understand why we didn't get a Book of Rowan season one. Mm-hmm. Hey, because <laughs> we was that, look, campaigning for it. Yes. yes. I get it. I get it. Okay. Cameron said right here. <laughs> look up in my faces. <laughs> yeah, shoot. Um, let's see. Then we have Harry. Shout out to Jason Bright. I see you, brother. Um, here he says, my finger. Oh, yeah, they still talking to each other. <laughs> uh, I just said she should have poisoned Barton and been like, oh, I was fixing you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he should have um, he should have been poisoned. Get him out of here. Um, he also says, but I do like that she uh, threatened to leave and take the kids. I'm glad she didn't take it lying down. No, that, yeah. Now and and I'll say it's not lost on me that in situations like this it is kind of tricky. It's it's very black and white, but you're also not in the situation, so yeah. there is some room for gray area. And they never showed that conversation with with Lorraine. So who's to say she ain't go full, 
you know, Wolverine on his ass, like, okay, this is your final warning, you yeah. know. Like, yeah, don't yeah. you know, this is your first and final warning. Um, and don't don't have me switch wigs or turn this wig around <laughs> because I will <laughs> act the fool. You know what I'm saying? So mm-mm. uh Harry says, I feel like Lorraine read Barton the Riot Act. Yeah, I, I feel like she did too. Yeah. She probably choked him up too. Um Let's see. Andre says, I mean, didn't they have Lino by that point? He had one straight son right there. Right. And see, but for me, I agree with you, but I feel like the way Barton has acted, if he feels like someone who's like, I need my genetic material moved on, where Lino is his son, but not his biological son, I feel like that would bother Barton. Yeah. Yeah, he he, he has he has no connection to because that's his wife's like sister's child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, unless it come out that that's they Violet was the surrogate, because I think Harry mentioned that. So you know, if that's mm-hmm. truly that that man's baby. <laughs> you know, so, I don't know. Uh, yes, Harry says Andre Santa. Yes, Lena was there as Lorraine mentioned. She would take him along with Tom. Good, 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 good for you, Lorraine. Andre says, I wish I could post my Lord Michael Jackson pics right here for the Justin apology. I'm, let me let me go through this because <laughs> I give Lorraine credit for introducing Justin to Tom. That's real support on her part. I rarely hear straight parents matching match making their gay kids. Mm. Correct. Yes, that's another reason to watch Tom Swift. That you're right, Harry. That's and it didn't was- feel like no, go ahead. I was gonna say ahead. that was something that I love from the first episode, like their conversations they had about mm. Tom's love life. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, and I was gonna say it didn't feel like random girl at work who now that you're hired, oh, there's this other gay guy. I think you would love him. Ma'am, you don't know me, exactly. you don't know what I like. Me and this man can hate each other. Like so, <laughs> we, you don't know anything. So I it didn't feel like that, like oh, two gays in proximity to each other, so they must be in love. Like yeah, so I like that. Um, Andre says, I figured the news were in the lead up to the dinner. Like, I mean, you might be right because valid. Okay, there's some news right here. No, <laughs> <laughs> Harry says he forgot about Justin's sexting. Okay, so Harry says, My issue, um, Swift site, how did it go from broken to fixed in two to three days from the dinner to the STEM conference? Um, for me, I think that's where Susanna's intelligence comes in where even if she isn't as smart as tom swift the fact that she created those gummies when she was a child i think lends itself to her altering swift sight some kind of way um that's how i rationalized it but how was it broken um because remember it was it didn't start off as the vr and wasn't it broken and then tom like altered it to be specifically to like pull up memories. Am I mistaken? No, you you may be right. You may be right. You may be right. You may be right. Because I was thinking about how you know Justin was like, oh, we haven't done testing, blah 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 blah. Oh, and Tommy was like, yeah, no, it's that. I mean, yeah, no, it's fine. But yeah, I I think you're right. I think Tom did say like, oh, I have to do this, this, and that. Yeah. Now, if I'm not, and we are, and here you are referring to Justin's honesty at that dinner then that was just a lie <laughs> he lied and said it was fine so if that's what you so yeah there you go um 
Let's see. He show uh, he supports women in STEM. Uh, I believe that's in reference to those four black women uh, being like kind of fans of his. Oh, yeah. And I, yeah, I I I agree as well. And I do actually like so Tom can be an asshole, and I do like the way that interaction went in that scene. We haven't had any scenes like that before that would be like, oh, he's an asshole to fans. But the way he's treated Zinzi and other people throughout this series was very terrible. So even in the midst of like trying to solve this mission mystery, still having that niceness or whatever, because he was definitely welcoming. So I'll say I, I did like that. I did like that. Yeah. Um, let's see. Andre says head cannon theory clear makes Quinn babysit lean on keep him out of the way while she hypnotizes Lorraine. First of all, Queen well no, Queen wouldn't be like that. Lord. <laughs> I I could see that. I could okay. I could see that. Kinda. I don't know. Uh Harry says Quinn feels like an abused staffer showing that a billionaire business use. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And I want more Queen in season two, but you're right. Yeah. I hate that for them. Uh, Andre says, I thought Lino's abilities were going to interact with Swift Sight in some game changing way for him or the episode's plot, like they might unlock his full capability. Yeah, I was looking for the Phoenix Force. <laughs> like, yeah. if Riverdale can do it, Tom Swift can do it too. Because, <laughs> who? look, that. <laughs> Yeah, I want I wanted Phoenix Force. Um, Harry says, did Rowan go back to the time he first met Isaac and lived in our time for years, or is he bumping around from year to year in his time shift? Hmm. I didn't consider that. Um, because he has been missing. Like there's been episodes where you know he's just been gone. Um what do you think? Mm, actually, so mean nothing. I was gonna say, but he ha- he he clearly has a house because Isaac popped up like in him outside his house, but mm-hmm. that don't mean nothing. Yeah. Um, I think because of how I'm picturing like the future, like I'm picturing that it's post apocalyptic, that everything is terrible. Mm-hmm. I figure that he stayed here. Yeah. But it could be going back and forth. Yeah. I could I could see an argument for both. I think I would also lean on the side of him just being here, uh, mainly because to me, knowing he's from the future and knowing what Barton did, it almost feels like the past where he is now in this show was like the cusp of something big. Like this was the turning point. So yeah. maybe pop yeah. into the future to see if things have changed. I don't know, but I would imagine he had stayed here. Um, and he had have gone back far at least five years because he ran into, hmm, I wonder if him, I wonder when we saw him in that flashback five years ago, if that was when he showed up because he was speaking that foreign language and he was dressed like Aladdin. So maybe, you know, maybe that was like, this is your Nexus event, Wanda. (laughs) He said, Prince Ali, fabulous. He, (laughs) so yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. Mm Mm-mm. Uh, Harry says Andre Asante was thinking season two. Swift Sight helps Lino learn about his powers. That would be cool. Um, I what I would like, and this may be too corny, is a Black Lightning style like training that we got with Maxine Shaw and China McClain. Like I would like something like that for Lino. Maybe bring in Levar Burton for that one episode. 
<laughs> and have him. I don't know. Break the budget. Uh, let's see. Uh, Evil Rashida was so unbothered on that call. Yes, she sure the freak was. Um, is Evil Rashida Jones literally weaponizing back trauma? Yes, come on now. Like, because first thing I thought of was like Tuskegee experiment. Like, this ain't a one to one comparison, but like, girl, what are you this, doing? Yes, the <laughs> optics like you could have just poisoned his black family and it would have made more sense because th- you're targeting him and his direct loved ones, but you try to kill two birds with one stone. We we'll see you go. Evil heifer. Um, <laughs> let's see. Here he says, um, it's robbed or old Becca tapping the STEM meeting. She had been planning that a long time. She was fixated on it. Feels deeply racist for me. Yeah, for me too. <laughs> You're right, Harry. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, he says, kudos again to the Thompson crew for totally uh, diverse casting. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I agree. I agree. I think the cast was chef's yeah. kiss. Even the extras, like, mm. <laughs> they was yeah. fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andre says Claire was there. Mm-hmm. Okay, about Claire. Uh, Claire. Uh, Harry says Claire Lorraine. She is telling Lorraine to leave the company. Your succession plan. Succession number two works uh, with Miss Rob. Being able to. Ooh, I didn't even think about that. Damn. If Lorraine does get blackmailed into like giving the company over to Claire, I feel like Claire doesn't have any idea about the rollback. She's just evil on her own. Mm-hmm. So like, I feel like Susanna was like, maybe we approach her, but no, she's like, she's already doing the good work. So yeah, she does have a relationship with Susanna. So I can see them. Now that's Harry. Harry Esco. That is a season two. That's a season two right there. Oh, that oh that would be nice. Ooh. Um, Harry also says the the disappointing. Uh, apart from me, was the Tubman Society leader. Mm-hmm. Lorraine, Black Kingsman, should have had more tricks. Now. Yes. Yes. You trying to build a whole Black planet. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? Thank you, people. Like, is it just you and Lorraine? Because at that point, Tom is not the problem. He's not your biggest <laughs> problem. It's you, Lorraine, and that girl who was on that table. <laughs> it's just y'all three. Sis, where's the cavalry? Call them. It is time. I hate that. I hate, like where is all these uh, men in suits? These uh, March on Selma men in suits. Uh, Harry says also Lorraine should never had uh, handed back the memory cards. Right. Even if Claire had copies, legal action to prevent it. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Because my thing is, you're a big enough company. Yes, people want you to fail, but. Oh, and it's gonna sound so terrible, maybe capitalistic, but like Claire, you're you're bigger than Claire. Like her having this over you, you can like you're a company of invention. You can just say she created something to alter like there's so many ways that this can be taken care of, and she can and still be taken out. And you honestly ain't even go gotta go that far. Your son is screwing a fantastic lawyer. Just get listen. Listen, just kill her. Just kill her right here. Like you could, or just lock her up, or just use this cream on her. Like if, I just feel like there's so many alternatives that like Claire should not be in power like this. But sure, sure. yeah, Andre says I think our previous generations are too used to forgiving people because they've had so much to deal with that they don't envision not being able to escape that. Okay, 
I cannot recall what that was in reference to. Sorry about that, Andre, but I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to think. I don't know. So used to forgive people. Mm. Oh, this is probably uh my bad. This is probably yeah. in regards to uh, uh the Lorraine oh. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, that that mm, yeah, that would make sense. I and I'm not even mad at Lorraine for the suggestion. I'm just would not honor that suggestion. I, yeah. I would land him in the ocean or something. Here he says, Why are Lorraine and Barton still married? Yes, A prenup, B funding for Tubman Society, C trust me, it's hard to walk away from billions, but an ethical person would. Yeah. I <sighs> what do you do successfully? Because she should have been running that company. She should have been running that freaking company. I, Lorraine should she should have whooped his ass. Took her kid, pulled a um a cookie lion and a um Bernie. What's Bernadine's name in Waiting to Exhale? Bernadine. Bassett. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't. Wait, oh, uh, the real person. Hmm. You talking about the real person? Oh no no I know Angela Bassett. I'm talking about the oh. character. Yeah I didn't know. Yeah I don't remember the character name. Bernadine. That's that's enough. Um. <laughs> Andre says, even Rashida Jones and Tom in the chase scene were very James Bond, Charlie's in. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes it was. Yes. Yeah. I was definitely getting Charlie's Angels, too. Mm-hmm. He still should have ran her off the road, but, you know. They tried to do yeah. Charlie's Angels, too. She should have been the one blowing. Yes. Tom should have punched her in her chest and threw her against that fanny pack. So when that wall <laughs> blew up, she would have blew up, too. Now we all lost somebody, Susanna. <laughs> you locked yourself. Right. Oh, I hate. Mm. Uh, Harry says, yes, great scene, great cars. Uh-huh. And how about a major data center with any on-site? I mean, uh, yeah, can we unpack that? Harry says, how about a major data center without any on-site security? Tom also mentioned in this episode, oh, we got the best security. And it was such and such. I said, no, you don't. Well, As yeah. many times y'all been kidnapped, poisoned, <laughs> drugged, you had folks in this house. You have... Isaac is your only security for Swift Enterprises, and that's a problem. Like, yeah, I need to get your own um, Latin um, assassin. Yes, yeah, like you should have had him be a double agent. Pay him. Shit, he get the job done. Shoot. Uh, Andre says, kick in the shins, like how he did with that cowboy. Right! You don't <laughs> cowboys, but you won't beat this girl butt. You better... Man, Lino could have shocked her or something. Um, the chase scene, Tom pulling up, felt like a music video. Yep, early 2000s. I can see that. Uh, Harry says, I believe uh, between the recording on Tom's social plus the actual text on STEM conference, enough evidence to put her away. Well, she could go away with two broken legs. That's all I'm saying. Shoot. Um, not Tom. Snapped <laughs> yeah. I, like all the inventions you got in your pocket. You couldn't like shave her head, stab her in the shoulder blade. Go go get it. I don't know. Razor blade, something. No, so, yeah, true. Oh, look at this. Uh, Barclay Lives Matter. Let Barclay. <laughs> Andre, boy. No, you're right. Um, let's see. Barclay has uh, been far more useful than Barton. Barclay has been integral to saving Barton. No, you're absolutely right. And Barclay's what been a mean? better father than Barton. So, you know, that's the gag, as Kiki would say. Um, Harry says time paradox. If he didn't save Barton, Rowan wouldn't have come back in time. Ugh. Oh, right. man. Man. 
That doesn't uh, disappoint. Right. Oh, Harry. Yeah, you you are an Esco. I see you. <laughs> but no, oh God, you're right. If he did oh, that is gross. I hate that you're right. Damn it. Uh, I agree. Barca is more useful and meaningful. Yes. Uh, Andre says, victimized people in groups are always being asked to reach across the aisle and take the initiative with reconciliation. That's not how it should be. Right. Beat her ass. Um, okay, Harry. Don't, not y'all calling me out for my math. <laughs> 74 years in the future, assuming now it's 2022. Yeah, and, and we can assume that now it's 2022 because Susanna was 12 in 2012 and Tom was 13 in 2013. So I just figured they both were born in 2000. And we're in 2020, and I think we they mentioned 2022 in previous episodes. So yeah, um, Andre says Barton only came around on time because he needed him. Yes, I don't care. That's why he came around. No, you're right. Because mm-hmm. even if that wasn't the case, it still shouldn't have took take it took him taking. It still shouldn't have took you being thrown through a wormhole and flung forward 74 years in the future to be like, oh yeah, I was wrong. My child shouldn't have been. I don't know, cor- genetically correct. I don't know, whatever. Evil ass. It took you seven, four years to figure that out. Look, I hate him. Um, Andre says, I think Tom on Nancy Drew was 29. Yeah, no, no, I can confirm that. So, um, Nancy Drew, like you said, she is a couple years behind. Um, the creative team, the oh, the executive producer, I believe she mentioned, um, that. Yes, Nancy Drew is 2019, and we're in the future, and that there could possibly be a crossover in the future, but they're in two different years. So, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Um, Let's see, LeVar, Harry says LeVar is a star. He could have been, I'm not saying, <laughs> yeah, he could have been like, I'm not saying lube, et cetera, but he delivered. Yeah, he, yeah. that man killed every line. Yes. Yeah. Uh Lord, let's see. Rowan, we didn't see him. He needs to protect the timeline. Yes. Uh, you both nailed it. Time traveling Rowan. Yes, Harry. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Yes, uh-huh. we did that. Uh, oh, yeah, this is your victory lab. Yes. Yes, we took it. Um, you just know Bart <laughs> Bart. Well, I didn't read that before I put that on the screen. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> Harry says, so why didn't Barton show up himself? It would have been hard for him to be there and be lost in space. Um, I don't know. I feel like maybe Braxton was out of the budget or perhaps. I don't know. I guess that's if we're well, one, I don't think Barton would have the access that Rowan would by sending someone back in time. Um, and then like emotionally it wasn't, it wouldn't be, I don't think as heavy because even though I hate Barton, I could see an argument for forgiving him because you know, he's stuck 90 or 74 years in the future versus if he came back from space, you could be mad at him and cuss him out. But now it's like, damn, he's technically already dead. Um, and I watch outlander and that's very much a time travel show with dual timelines that does address some of the issues of like having a loved one exist 200 years apart. So for me, I, it just wouldn't make, it wouldn't be as impactful as sending someone else back. Um, that's for me. What about you? I feel like for, for me with the time travel stuff that I'm, that I've seen, mm-hmm. Barton coming back leaves a whole lot more room for error than mm-hmm. him sending. 
because like let's just let's, let's just say like episode one happens but at the end of the episode barton shows up in the observatory says i'm from 2096. Mm-hmm. so now what you do you just had a whole funeral for this man like so do you like keep him locked up in the observatory for the rest of the season like you yeah. know like that type of deal mm-hmm. um so i think there's a lot more that could go wrong yeah barton back himself no no you're absolutely right because then there's you know technically two but does Barton know about the Tubman Society or not? Like, it doesn't seem like he does. I, I don't care. He's evil. Um, Andre says points to Rowan for keeping Barton out of Tom's life. Evil. <laughs> no, yeah, Rowan, you get a, a gold star. Um, Harry says that Rowan could still be a clone or body science robot, etc. Hmm. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, you know, because his body is is. Internally, kind of different, older, messed up compared to oh, you know what it is. This, I think, this gives more like evidence to the whole like he comes from post apocalyptic future type deal mm-hmm. because Lorraine was like his his lungs had way more something, mm-hmm. but way more contaminated than they should be for a man his age. Yeah, if he post apocalyptic future, I could believe that it was the air was heavily polluted mm-hmm. and he got like. Three times the pollution than somebody's yeah. age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see that. And yeah, I'd be happy for a trip back in time. If that's the case, my quality of life improves immediately. <laughs> yes, send me back. So yeah, no, no. So yeah, I, I think you, you're you're absolutely right. Um, here he says Rowan attacks Barton because Barton told him to to protect the timeline. Plus twenty ninety six, Barton knows what happened from twenty nineteen all the way to twenty ninety six. So it may be protecting future stuff. Yeah, Barton is. Professor X, um, this- it's plausible that Tom is alive in nineteen in nineteen twenty ninety six. Yeah, he'd be really old. He he'd be ninety six. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, Barton, a guy who was willing to hack his son, certainly would be willing to mess with the timeline. Yeah, right. Yeah. You are definitely right. Why do I keep? Andre says they should have let Rowan stop January six. He could have done it. Yeah. No, I mean, I, correct, but no, he he could have. Um, now I'm imagining, uh, Andre says, now I'm imagining season two episode of the apocalyptic future. Yeah, give us our days of future past. I, I want mm-hmm. it, I want it. Uh, Tom is John Connor, and Rowan is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, I look, you ain't said nothing but a word. No, <laughs> Harry says 100% the show's value 100 uh, times is greater than any potential flaw. Yes. And I stand by that 100%. Ugh. Um, Andre says, and the flaws of Tom Swift are few and forgivable, so there's no reason to give not give the uh, show a chance. You're absolutely right. You know, and, and But I will say, if you watch it and it's not for you, then it's not for you. I don't think just because it's black, queer, marginalized, that you just have to like it. If you don't, you just don't. But that whole, oh, it's terrible, and you ain't even like, come on. Because my whole thing is, if if you watch it and you don't like it, and you find that it's not for you, just move on with your life. Yeah. Like, I there are so many shows and movies that I just do not care for, and I'm not gonna spend my time talking about how much I hate them. I have so many yeah. other things I could be doing with my life. Hmm. No, you're absolutely right. And and for me, because I'm trying to think, do I do that? No, I can't. Because if there's something I watch and I have a critique, yeah, but I'm not like, fuck. Miss Marvel, that was trash. I hated that. Like I, that would be weird. Like and then to just go on this whole rant about how terrible it is. No, 
I can just say I don't like it. Yeah, and, and move on. on. But it is what it is, folks. Folks gonna folk. Um oh, okay, so Andre says, Don't uh give me strong silent top, never trust the twink. The show gave us a lot of gay quotable moments. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I can't wait to watch it back through again, get it on Blu-ray, DVD, all that. Uh, he also says the same people that want to throw shade at Tom Swift are watching way worse stuff going on. What is camp to try to salvage it? Yeah, well, Empire was camp, and Empire was a show that even if you didn't like, well, to me, I thought it was still a well done show, whether you liked it or not, whether the storylines were good, bad, or the ugly, it still was a well done show. So, whatever. <clears throat> come, come the fuck on that, that for sure. That ain't Tyler Perry. Um, so Harry said, Tom uses his tongue. He isn't a total top, probably first, maybe power first. Harry. Well, we, that's another conversation. Okay. I'm just that that is a yes. Um Andre says Tom is definitely oh my god, a verse butch queen, and he has a purse at some point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you still put Bitcoin. Did you mean Butch? Yes. You meant Butch. <laughs> yes, we, we got it. Um, we're family. <clears throat> so, uh, yes, Andre. <laughs> Harry says, Andre, yes, dozens of amazing gay moments. Yes. Um, I, Andre, I couldn't begin to care about Nathan's blurb in this episode. I mean, I don't disagree. Or Nathan has a tracker, Harry says, and that's why he's dead. Oh, Fuck, that's right. She did track. Oh, see, now I could almost accept the. I still don't think that man is dead, though. No, because what what we why would she kill him? Yeah, when you can just torture him and put him right back in the fold. So I don't. I'm gonna say, and like, what did he do that would have warranted him, um, her killing him? Well, he did delete those files of him killing did that he, doctor. He, he actually deleted them? Yeah, because remember, he put them in the trash, but um, Zinzi and Isaac caught them and like yeah. pulled up the latest, you know, yeah. whatever. But yeah. Because, because they saw him, I, I didn't think that he deleted them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Well, his stupid self. He, that boy, Nathan, Dumb. Ugh, that boy is stupid. Harry says, if um, not a legit season two, I want a movie, comic book series, book, animation, or something. Hey, I want it all. I want all that stuff. If Buffy can have one Buffy season eleven, a comic. Yep. And um, not Penny Dreadful. Um, is it Downton Abbey? One of those UK period pieces. They they had a comic book season. Um, Peaky Blinders. Is that it? Is that a thing? So yeah, yeah. One of them they had. So yeah, I'm with that. And Andre says, you know what? Lino still called Barton his uncle in the Cowboys episode, so maybe their relationship wasn't one. You know, I, w- I could imagine Barton and Lino having a good relationship. I don't think Barton would, like, outside of, like, operating on him. I, I feel like Barton wouldn't be an asshole. Like, fuck you, kid. Like, I just I feel like that's not him. Um, And a lot of his anger was... Lino's heterosexual. I'll just say that. We're assuming that he's heterosexual. That's the impression that we're getting. So he's out of the homophobic abuse umbrella. Mm. He's in the operate on uh, this um, (laughs) step nephew or whatever. I don't know. So 
Oh, okay. Um, so that's that, and let's do our final ratings. Um, who's your favorite? How do we want to do this? Who's your favorite character? Maybe we could do the episode and then the season overall. You want to do that? Yeah. Okay, so who's your favorite for this episode? Is it bad that I want to say Susanna? No, because she was on it. No, no, no. <laughs> no. She, 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 yeah. Yeah, because she did. And she took advantage of them people. Um, uh, what's what I want? Not disrespect. Underestimating her at every turn. Yeah, and though she is the leader of a racist organization that attacked them group of black engineers, like she kind of won at the end. Yes, she did win. <laughs> she won. She won. The next season should be Susanna Robb. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, what do you mean? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm with you. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, black girl number one, that thick girl with the shanty hair. Because I'm sorry, her the performance she gave, I feel like she would have whooped Susanna's ass. So I, yeah. I, I gotta, go. I don't really want to go. Wait, no, yeah, I'm gonna lock her in. She did what she needed to do. Shoot. Um, let's see. Um, okay, so who is your favorite character overall? <laughs> I'm writing it now. R O. W A N. Because truly, he set all these events in motion. Him is the him is gonna be the reason why we end up having Black Planet. Watch, watch. I mean, you're not wrong because he's also mine. Um, <laughs> because I was thinking about it before this episode, and I was like, okay, clearly it's gonna be Isaac or Zinzi, and it truly would have been, and it probably even would have voted for Tom, but. Like truly, Rowan is the reason why the whole show happened. Yeah. So I gotta go with Rowan too. Like he is, you know, Phoenix or whatever. Um, what about a favorite scene from this uh, this episode? We actually didn't talk about this one that much. Mm-hmm. Um, the scene where Tom like gets on top of like the platform and he starts like directing oh, all yeah. the years mm-hmm. to do different stuff. Probably that. Okay, that's a good, that's a solid one. Tom and his little soapbox, yeah. Because and I and I, he said when they pushed back, he was like, "Why would I? Damn, what did he say? Why would I go against us? Us? I'm one of you. I'm black or something." I was like, "Oh, yeah. this baby chills." You, I said, "That's right, Tom. That's right, T and Richards. Let them know." Um, damn, that's a good one. Ooh. Um, I'm going to go with when that black girl number one was catching her breath, and, and then she charged. <laughs> that woman was not to be played with. No, um, I'm going to go with um, I want to go with the ending scene, but I'll probably go with the Leno, um, uh, PTSD because for me, that's the scene where. Everything kind of came full circle. In that room was all of the people who I ain't gonna say who mattered, but like the core group. Quinn was in there. I you know, like me some Quinn now. And I also like the way that Tom used his genius to help 
his brother. And if you look at the way he acted with Lino in the Cowboy, the Chocolate Cowboy episode, yeah. this one he was much more loving. And I feel yeah. like I did like Tom in that one because he was overprotective dad, but he was still an asshole. This one is yeah. like, I'm helping my brother. I'm my brother slash son slash cousin. <laughs> so like that has to be my favorite of, of this episode. Lino with his PTSD. Can I give an honorable mention? Go ahead. To the scene to um Barclay's quote unquote death. Mm. Um, because mm. between Tom breaking down the thing and again, screw you to everybody in special effects. Yeah, have Barclay's face just stand or snap away. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was unnecessary. <laughs> it was, it was he could have just blinked out like a channel changing or something. You didn't have to do that. Y'all are evil. <laughs> so, okay, cool, cool. Um, what about a rating for this episode? How many Barclays out of 10? Hmm. Okay, okay. <laughs> Don't fight me because I know how y'all like to talk. <laughs> um, so I'm going to give this one nine. Okay. And I'm going to retroactively reach back to yes. six we and go give it that ten. <laughs> here, here. Ooh. You gotta say that because that yes. Same boat. I mean, I gave it eight point five, but same boat. And and I gave it eight point five. But for me, I want to give it higher. But for me, it's who's whose side are we looking at? Because especially with Susanna Rob, it gets a very much a nine point five. Because like yeah. you said, she won. Um, when it comes to Tom, I'm still I can I can give it a nine. I can even push close closer to a ten because. Him growing as a person, I feel like Tom is truly a different Tom from episode one. Um, but then also, are we looking at Rowan? Because with Rowan, this man is working overtime. Like him stopping Tom at the end was still him doing his job. So, like, mm -hmm. so I'm with you making episode six a 10. And this, I'm still going to land at about an 8.5. It's not that I don't think it was good. It's just there's so many moving parts. It's like, who, 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 yeah, I, yeah. I still liked it overall. Um, yeah, yeah. damn, then put episode six gets a 10. Insane. Oh, um, Lord, okay, we have just a few more comments. Andre says, not that I think he's mean to him. Um, speaking about Barton Tolino, but that he may not see him as his dad and Barton seeing him as his son. He did say Tom sounded like Barton when he was being an asshole, though. Waterhead ass. Um, Andres is my favorite episode. Uh, my favorite this episode is Tom creating a science fair uh, project to save all the black geniuses. I heard that. Yeah. Cobalt and batteries. Uh, giving this episode 10 out of 10 homophobe dislikes <laughs> wormholes. Yes, yes, I heard that. And Harry says, uh, Andre Santa, I love Tom's speech that pulled everyone together. Yeah, that that's dope. If I could find that, I'm going to 
add that speech onto the end or maybe even the beginning of the podcast version of this episode. So if you're hearing that, it's because I found it. If not, go look it up. Um, yes. the episode. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh, um, here we are. Yeah. Any closing thoughts on this? I have some more things to say. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm gonna try to reach up and grab them back. Hold on, let me see. Um, I have truly enjoyed this show. Okay, so I'm gonna say this with the hopes that it continues. But if it doesn't, I'm gonna give it its flowers right now. You know, I have truly enjoyed this show. I was excited for it from honestly from the time that I found out that Tia Rich was gonna be playing this character. Um. And I think that for the time it was given, mm-hmm. it has met and exceeded in some ways my expectations. So I'm grateful mm-hmm. for that. I'm glad to have seen these beautiful black people get um, at least this one season check. Yep. And for all the things that they have touched on, all the conversations that could start and all the knowledge they have passed. I'm really glad to have been a part of you know the audience when you know been able to talk about it mm-hmm. to flap my gums to some very important people about it um i really 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 hope that it is able to find a home and continue in some way mm-hmm. but even if it doesn't i think it has done great things and that everybody involved should be proud of the work that they did mm. No, you are absolutely right. I I couldn't have said it better myself. This show, I'm not one who like I like stuff. I like watching stuff. Like I, I look forward to things, but this show since last year, Nancy Drew season two episode fifteen, the Celestial Visitor, when that popped up, like I I've been locked into Tom Swift since then. And I believe, again, it was you who even mentioned it to me and had me like, oh, let me let me watch this. Tien Richards killed it. Everyone did a good job. But like going back to that episode 15, oh, he... Yes. Again, give him his flowers, give the show their flowers, everybody affiliated with it, y'all, down to Nathan and Susanna and Claire up to Cameron, the writer's room and the designers and all like to everybody involved, hair, makeup, lighting, editing, the, the Twitter account, like all of that, y'all. Oh yes, especially the Twitter account. Y'all, yeah, just shout out to y'all. Just like, what are you doing? Like, who gave y'all the right? <laughs> like, who gave y'all the right? You know what I'm saying? Like, how dare you? do such a phenomenal job with something and that's the other thing you turned a dying property on the head, and i say dying just because like who's truly was reading tom swift in 2022 in 2021 before like you know like truly who was like diehard tom swift fan so like y'all have done the i don't want to say impossible but you have done what so many other shows properties and companies should be doing Yes. And it's not even just about black. Like, give me an Asian version of this type of experience. Give me a Latinx version of this type of it. Like, give me that 
from other identities. So that's the only way we look. Oh, so like I'm dang on preaching. Anyways, thank you personally, M. Haynes, for even agreeing to do this. I could not see myself doing this with anyone else. This has truly been a ride, and my God, you and the, the co-pilot chair has been phenomenal. So thank you. No problem, no problem. God, yes. Um, uh, CW and everybody affiliated with this show. When y'all had that reunion show, we are your hosts. Like we're all, we have the track yeah. record proof. Look at all the episodes. <laughs> We yes. got it. The charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent. We got it. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I don't know. Big shout out to everyone who watched the show. Those of you in the future who may just be discovering it, um, I hope you had as good a time, if not better, than we did. And everyone affiliated with the show, I'm hoping you're going to do great things, If even if it doesn't include Tom Swift. So. And, and and big ups to the people you know who put up with our foolishness on in the comments and on the Twitter, yeah. Yeah. Talking, inviting us to spaces. Yes, all, all yeah. of the fans, you know, <laughs> uh, yeah. shit with us for these past ten weeks. Man, say this has been fun. Um, what I will say though is to keep your eyes peeled. Um, stay mm-hmm. close and pay close attention to this decoding Tom Swift. Um feed because mm-hmm. there just may be some additional bonus material coming down the pipeline. So just you know, we're gonna leave you on a cliffhanger just like Rowan did. Stay <laughs> he is to the street. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um can you please tell these people how to find you and support you and all that stuff? Ah uh, yes, you can find me on my website, mhaines.org. You can also follow me at Loose as a Deuce on pretty much everything. We can come, we can talk, we can review episodes, you can give recommendations to talk about some more black ass gay ass stuff to watch. <laughs> yes, 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 indeed. Um, and of course me, Carefree Blood on Twitter and on TikTok, Carefree Black Nerd everywhere else. And my links along with M. Haynes links will be in the show notes. So if you're watching this live, if you're watching this uh, in, in the future, or even if you're listening through a podcast version, check those show notes and you'll see those links. You'll also see uh, one link why you should be watching uh, why everyone should be watching Tom Swift an article that please share that if someone gives you pushback about this show just send them that link um, yep. you'll also get a conversation with Marquise Vassan and you'll get a conversation with uh, Cameron Johnson yes you'll get that and uh, <laughs> and again thank you guys so much for following us on this journey we hope to have many more you know all that good stuff so Until next time, stay carefree, stay nerdy, stay geeky. And if you have been sent back to the past from the future because of your past slash current sort of lover's father saw a need to have you go back to set forth the events that would eventually lead to maybe a correction of the timeline, please be sure to have as much sex as you can. I mean, because you're yeah. already here. Like, get it in. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> <knock> it out. <laughs> oh, my God. And, and save your past self. Save your bloodline. <laughs> Do that. <Yes>. So, <laughs> all right, y'all. Thanks. Uh,